Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example... Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 364. The box office report for the week ending March 18th. I'm really hungover from my big St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Are you? You know how how, how seriously I how take St. Wild Patrick's and crazy Day. you get on St. Patrick's Day. I hate St. Patrick's Day. Oh, when you're Irish, isn't every day St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Supposedly, I guess. I don't know. What does that mean? Does that mean every day I'm we're like just really drunk? I, yeah, I that's, that's what I was to yeah. have parades. I saw that just a parade in your no, house. I mean, don't you read the book and honor Saint Patrick every day <laughs> before bed? Yeah, uh, Voodoo had uh, on sale in honor of Saint Patrick's Day for, yeah. for ten bucks. Yeah, all seven Leprechaun movies. Oh, and I'm seven like, for ten dollars in HD. And I'm just like, that's kind of like. Hey, it's Black History Month. <laughs> Here's a sale on Blackula. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. hey, are there, I don't. Are there like any other? What are, I mean, what there were, there were a ton of them on the voodoo sale. There, I mean, stuff like uh, what is it? Leap year when she goes to Ireland, and you know, movies that uh, are there was not that, about leprechauns, what was that, but Irish. What about Kill the Irishman? Well, I don't use that. A, no, it's a, it's a, it's like a, I think it's based. It's a movie. That's with, a mob movie. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, it's like it's based out of Cleveland and. But, there are just lots of just anything Ireland. There's Irish that Tom related. Cruise movie uh, that Ron Howard directed. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, what was that? They were Irish and they come to America. Really? I can't yeah. even think of it. It was that. like him and Nicole Kidman are in it. Oh, far and away. There we go. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never. Ron Howard directed that movie? I thought he did. Oh, I don't know. I, hmm. well, now I got to look it up to see. I could have swore that could was have. Ron I've Howard never because I've never thought of Ron Howard directing Tom Cruise, but I may have completely missed that one. Yeah, that, well, no, who directed? Uh, what's the Thunder? No, what's the Days of Thunder? That's not Ron Howard. I didn't think so. No, was I don't it, think that so. Scott. I, yeah, I, I think it's did, some, I think it's that or some because he did Top Gun and then he might have done that one too. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was it, it, far and away was directed by Ron Howard. Wow, oh, dang! Don't question me How about that. Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you got that. You got what? The Quiet Man. Yeah, you're kind of out of Irish movies. I guess that's it. <laughs> oh, you got that. Uh, what is that? Uh, 
How Green Is My Valley? That was sure. Ireland, right? Where's Dan when you need him? Yeah. Because I have no idea. I started <laughs> I reading that me. book. Sometimes I get in a kick where I'm like, I'm Irish. I should probably care. You know? Maybe. And The, uh, the Departed. Yeah, oh, I hate that movie. <laughs> I like that movie. That movie I like so it. So overrated. I really it like, it like it so cheesy. I can see it being overrated, but I enjoyed well, it. I didn't. No. It's, Any, anything starring Sir Ronan? I guess that's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Lovely Bones and Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah Brooklyn Grand was Brooklyn. really good. The Grand what, was that the one where she leaves she Ireland leave. to go to Brooklyn? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And now she's got two men fighting over her. That's such a good movie, though. All right, fair enough. I mean, it was just like it, it was just exactly what it was. It was just kind of like it was a romance movie, right? Not comedy, not just a romance movie, but it was so well done. Like I started watching, I'm like, this is going to be so boring, <laughs> and like 20 minutes later, I'm like completely engrossed. Like, oh, it's not boring. I'm like I hope this poor girl makes it in Brooklyn. <laughs> Every once in a while, they get me. No, it's tough. So uh, I guess we should go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. That silence you heard was not Dan, not introducing <laughs> yeah. himself. So uh, so uh, some quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we uh, we beg for it every week because it matters. If you like what you hear, swing on by the iTunes and leave a review for us. We need it. We're not asking for money. Nope. Not above not it. Yet. But we're... <laughs> But we're we're not currently. Yeah. Those so, ads you hear aren't us. Yeah, <laughs> and we we make almost thirty two cents. Well, last actually, year, yeah, yeah, I was like, actually, that's probably high, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, uh, and you can also check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Shares. People who were kind enough to share the show this week are limited, include, but are not limited to right. Because of privacy restrictions, sometimes you share and I don't see. Uh, Linnea Thunsell, Chris James, Chris Magic Man, Griffin Foxsmith, Librarian Cynthia, Chris Sanders, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Musings of a Cosplay Witch, Welcome back. Brad Hyen, uh, Julian Jordan, Jason Michael, Brent Smith, Jason Weesey, Tra- Travis Tewitt, Tammy Sherman Powers, Ding Yan Kuo. So excited that I pronounced that right yeah, on the well, very well first done. time. That's well going done. on my LinkedIn page. Uh, Lane LeVanway, <laughs> Dylan A. Lang. Tom Comiskey, Troy Ann's Paw, which I still get wrong. <laughs> Pow. Pow? I thought it was Pow. Paw. Oh, it's Paw. It is Paw. Oh, I was going to say. Mess with my <laughs> we head, corrected man. him last time. <laughs> yeah. on that. I think that's what he's doing every week. Right. Whenever I say it, he's like, no, it's <laughs> no, the other, it's the other way. way. Yeah. But the funny thing is that he's actually going and changing the way it's like on his birth certificate. So he's like <laughs> so, changing yeah. the, every week. So that's how much influence Real Spoilers has yeah, on Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And Richard Lawson. There it is. Yeah, we got stuck in one tangent yeah. before the last one. So thank you, everyone, for sharing the show. We really, was the we really lang, do was appreciate the, it. The lang, is that new? Lang? I don't remember ever hearing the A, but just okay. yeah, yeah. Like David Lang. But okay. Dylan. Dylan. Dylan Lang, yeah. yeah. So I was like, A, but that kind of threw me off. Yeah. Too, yeah. All right. So, uh, so there. That's uh, all of that. So I guess we can just uh, get right to the box office. Do it. I guess so. Kevin uh, <laughs> has his abacus at the ready. <laughs> I do, Tom, and uh, it's really easy when you just keep your abacus set on Black Panther. <laughs> right. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> to just leave it there and let it run. So, uh, fifth week in re- fifth week in release, it is the number one movie in the country. Thirty point five million dollars is a twenty five percent drop, bringing the domestic total of Black Panther to six hundred and eight point eight million dollars. Man, overseas five hundred and fifty some odd. So. Over $1.1 billion in five weeks. Has there ever been a movie that has domestically grossed a billion dollars? Has that ever happened? Oh, uh, didn't I, Avatar? and Domestically, so I, though? Yeah, well, I, I thought so. I don't think... No, I did think it? Avatar was the was the first to hit a billion like total. I don't think it did it domestic. 
Uh, okay, The Force Awakens made 936. I was so going to say, I thought no that first movie. Star Wars... Avatar did 760, so okay. it was the number one before Force Awakens, yeah. but yeah, it didn't even get... So, do you think it's possible for the Avengers to gross a billion dollars domestically, given the success of Black Panther? If Star Wars can do it... Star Wars I didn't do it, though. But it got no, close. No, I mean, if it can right, get right, 936... Right. Well, I think what you got going on with Star Wars, though, is you had a generation of you of build up yeah you know sure. and so it's it's gonna be hard to replicate that someone will obviously do it eventually just because of inflation right but it will be hard to kind of capture that latin in a bottle my guess is avengers probably won't if it will if it's really good but i think a lot of what it comes what it will but i mean they've had really good ones and they didn't hit a yeah. billion yeah, dollars yeah but ultron was a i mean compared to the first one which yeah. was just so revolutionary and then the second one was like Oh, we're just kind of doing this again. But yeah. like, if this one, I mean, they've never had a, a movie with this many superheroes in it. I mean, you've got the crossover plus Black Panther from this last blockbuster. But right. I, I don't, I don't think adding more superheroes necessarily gets you more people. You're already a superhero fan. At what point, you know, like it's not like if you don't like superheroes. It, you turn around. You like, turn oh, around and go. Way, I should go check oh, out this third Avengers. Movie. Well, if there's 20 superheroes, <laughs> but it I is. was just. I, I thought there were just 10. Now I think where Avengers could potentially have a shot is if, obviously, a lot of people want to see Black Panther that don't normally go to superheroes. That's what movies. I'm saying. If yeah. those people jump on board the Marvel, the MCU train, and then go to see Avengers because they want a Black Panther 2 and this is the closest they're going to get for, for three now. years. Right. Yeah, and they're obviously, they're yeah. going to get, you're <laughs> right. going to, we're going to get one. I right. shouldn't act like only black people want a Black <laughs> Panther 2. But, you know what I'm saying, but within this demographic sliver that we're discussing. Yeah. And uh, um, so, yeah, if, if, if that group decides like oh i i like these movies now what you you've piqued my interest what else is yeah. here that's what i'm thinking because yeah. i mean it's going to have still been in theaters just i think a, it's still gonna be in theaters well that so that comes out in what uh, four weeks april april Something. 27 uh, over a month so i, I don't know black they're panther gonna, will still be in theaters i don't know that they're gonna compete with themselves like that like they won't need it to be in theaters even like you think I they're gonna know. pull it you think they're gonna pull I, it i mean if i mean it, it, that'd be nine say, or ten weeks in theaters i think they're getting ready for blu-ray at that point yeah but let's say on, that it's still sitting at like the number six movie in the box office i don't think they're gonna pull it i think it might still be uh, sitting in some dollar shows or something, yeah. but I don't think it'll be okay. You know, yeah, I don't think it'll be mainstream. I mean, I mean, it's number one now, but we're getting closer and closer to where it's. I mean, eventually it's going to have to sure. drop off. No, there. I agree. Um, and yeah, five, five or six more weeks, whatever it is. But anyway, it's it's a tremendous, and yeah, I that's what I'm I'm thinking is that, I mean, you've got all the you've got the formula where I mean, it could be if it's really good, it's got. It's a spectacle because of all the heroes, and yeah. you've got Black Panther who just made all these records and is this amazing movie, and it was just in theaters. Like if all those stars align with those three things, I think you that have a, they could. They it could. It, could. it has a chance. Right. I, I'm not gonna, you know. Um, and then I'm guessing they're doing 3D with it. I mean, I haven't oh, seen a 3D sure. movie in. I don't even know if I've seen a 3D movie in the last year. I like went they've kind of tapered to not see 3D movies. Yeah, I mean I don't ever try to, but like they 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 really reined reined it in. Yeah. So like, but I'm sure this one's 3D, so it will have that boost. Not Plus that it's the huge, but you know, a three dollar boost on a ten twelve dollar average ticket or whatever. So that helps. Um, yeah, IMAX fees on bigger screens. So you know, it could 
It's possible. Could pull it out. So we'll have to see what happens. But anyway, a, a, a tremendous success for Black Panther. I mean, over one point one billion in five weeks. Again, it it uh, it, it's amazing. And a lot of people are are seeing it again. And I'm, I'm hearing people just like, I want to see it again. And I again. picture DC just being like, How much is it going to cost us to get that Coogler kid? Yeah. Can we bring him on? <laughs> How much is it going to cost us to get uh, Kevin Feige? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's... like. Jeez. So Kevin Feige is now the owner of Warner Brothers. Right. It's just like, yeah, uh, you're the There's CEO no, president of WB if right, you come over here. Right, like, right, right. There's no other way he would leave You can that. have it. That's your signing bonus. Right, you can just have right. this thing. <laughs> Coming in at number two, the movie of the week, Tomb Raider, pulled in $22 million opening weekend. That is the domestic number. Uh, um, it actually has already made $45 million overseas. So it's over wow. $70 million on a $94 million budget already. So a good little jump start there, and obviously we'll get into that one next week. Uh, Joe, did you play those games when you were the new ones or the old ones? No, the old ones. Like, yeah, did you grow sure. up playing those? Yeah, yeah. The, the PlayStation, oh, yeah. the first PlayStation, sure. and computer, pixelated and all that? Lara Croft. Okay. Yeah, and you weren't playing games at that. No, time. Uh, well, a lot of people don't don't know this, but uh, the characters trans. And it, originally, it was Pitfall Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to make a switch. Yeah. So you just, were playing the original. I was playing the original. I'm old school. Okay. Yeah. I never yeah. liked the original ones. They oh, really? No, not really. They were fine. Uh, but like, I dig the new ones. Like, well, the yeah, new ones are good. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we can get yeah. more into that. I was just curious of who I did played those. But okay. Uh, anyway, we'll get into that next episode. But coming in at number three is I Can Only Imagine. The brought hell in $17.5 million. I've... I can- I can only imagine what this movie is about. <laughs> I, can you? Uh, starring Dennis Quaid and Cloris Leachman. What? <laughs> is this like some church movie? This feels like a church movie. It does movie. feel like a church movie. To, I mean, I, that's what I'm thinking, but $17.5 million out of nowhere. I feel like church movies don't make that kind How, of money, do they? Sometimes do they, they do. do they? Yeah. They well, make yeah. those kind of money. They just don't get any press about it. Oh. So, oh, yeah, fair. I mean, because, yeah, I don't believe it screened or I've never even heard of this movie, but $17 million is huge. I mean, it almost made as much as Tomb Raider, yeah. <laughs> and we've not heard of it. So, uh, to is there the a uh, synopsis, yeah, to the, I guess, to the IMDb, since Google has given me that first, the inspiring and unknown true story behind Mercy Me's beloved chart topping song that brings ultimate hope to many is gripping reminder of the power of true forgiveness. Church movie. There it is. <laughs> Mercy Me is a Christian band. Oh, okay. In fact, right. they will be at the arena I work at. <laughs> and it's oh. weird to think that they have this big movie out. And there's no promotion for it. And they're, Well, clearly there's some promotion well, for it because people true. are going to see it. But, uh, but like, they're in my building in like have three not, weeks. That's weird. It's almost sold out. I, is almost, that right? Oh, my God. This band's huge. What kind of band? Well, is it like a rock band? Million. Is it like a Christian rock that, band? It's a Christian rock band. And uh, like Evanescence. That's an no, because Evanescence <laughs> admitted Evanescence wouldn't admit that they were yeah, a Christian right, rock. Right. Mercy Me actually is a Christian rock band, and they'll they'll tell you that this had um, a seven million dollar budget and made seventeen point oh, five million, yeah. and no like, one's hurt. Like the Kirk, we, we outside the outside church, of the, the the in the secular community, yeah. we are blissfully unaware. The, the Kirk Cameron special, yeah. I will say oh. this: so Mercy Me has a has a song that would, I think it's their current single, and it's called Happy Dance. Yeah. And I'm not a Christian music guy. The song's pretty awesome. No, it's the not. video's pretty great. Really, the video's pretty great. Interesting. Like it's there. There. I mean, you watch the video and you're like, is this like a Christian bare naked ladies? <laughs> like it's it's just kind of like got this goofy sensibility that yeah. you would not have expected 
from a Christian band. So I was like, because I have to when I build the event page on our website, I have to I go and find videos and sure. and uh, and it's funny. It's just force a habit. I always watch everything just to make sure like I don't actually put up something with offensive content on it's the fair. page. It's fair, but it's a Christian act, so like. I don't have to worry about I it. I feel like it's a pretty safe bet. But I just put it on just because I'm like, what is this? And so while I'm working on other things, it's just playing in the background. And I was like, well, that's kind of catchy. So I backed up and watched the video, and the video is pretty funny. I mean, at least I, I guess I've always felt like those bands are kind of preachy, which I guess just kind of comes with the so territory. So there's, there's, there's kind of two kinds of Christian music band. Let me educate you. Oh, thank you. So there's what they call worship music. Uh-huh. Hands in the airs, eyes Got closed. Yep, like yep. That's what you're thinking yes. of. Yes. And then there's kind of Christian music that is just like that's maybe the topic, but it's not like there's Christian music where you would never know. Like if you didn't really carefully listen to some of the lyrics, yeah. like it sounds like a rock band. Like, Toby Mac, Toby, like Toby Mac just played the building like a month ago and sold it out. Like honestly, like like it's probably the last time Toby Mac will play our building because oh. it went it. Oh, because it was so big. It was down to single seats like 10 days after it went on sale. Jeez. And that dude is, he's like the Christian Justin Timberlake. Like, <laughs> like for real. Like, you listen to some of his stuff and you're like, if if it wasn't Christian music, it would be a top 40 hit. And I think uh. it's deliberate. I don't think they want it to be. I don't think they even work it to top 40 radio. They don't, they, they just, they're like, we just don't want to go down that road. Stay away from it. Yeah. Because we'll lose him. No, I think he doesn't want to do it. Toby oh. Mac is a big deal. Toby Mac will do whatever the, whatever the heck Toby Mac wants. Fair enough. Because he's Christian. He does whatever the heck he wants. <laughs> so I was looking because I, I knew there were a couple bands that went mainstream that were Christian bands that didn't strike you as like a worship type. Yeah. And so like Switchfoot. Do you remember them? Sure. Switchfoot. Yeah. They were a Christian band? They're the, yeah. yeah. P.O.D.? Pa- oh, yeah. Shut up. Pable on Death? That's what it stands for. Yep. I got yeah. that. They yeah. are. Like, yeah. Uh, you would have never thought of POD as a no, Christian. Yeah, yeah no. POD was one uh, back in the day. Jars of Clay. I do remember Jars, Jars of Clay. Clay. Um, I, see, I saw them live. Was is Rascal Flats? Were they? I know sometimes they sing kind of, but a lot I don't of those know. country bands do that. Okay. So that's they, a little different. They keep okay. their feet uh, planted in both. Just arms. curious because I'm like, oh, cool. who was the band that sang the song Monster? Uh, Skillet. Skillet. They're yeah. a Christian band. I did know that. They were like Christian, and then they were working at like straight up alternative rock, right. and now they're back to just being straight up Christian. Oh, are they? They just played like Winter Jam, which is a big Christian show. Oh, yeah. Winter Jam. Yeah, it's a it's a big like it's, oh, it's a couple good songs. Winter Jam is kind of like uh, Warp, Summer Jam. It's kind of like Warp <laughs> Tour for Christian bands. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a cheap ticket, and you see a bunch of acts in a day. I did love to go some Warp Tour. Yeah, that was good stuff. And that's another show Back that outgrew the, the building. Like it, Warp Tour did? No. Or Winter Jam. Winter Jam. Oh. We used to do Winter Jam all the time and now it's like, like you the... guys had Warp Tour? Yeah. No. No. So there's your lesson on Christian music. That's interesting. I'm going yeah. to pass the basket around now. Yeah. <laughs> that's how Winter Jam works. <laughs> Ten bucks you you put money in the basket as you come through the door. Is that <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I'm sure that all gets reported <laughs> to the sure. IRS. I have Absolutely no doubt. I'm sure they're rendering under Caesar. <laughs> 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 so uh yeah, I can only imagine seventeen point five million on a seven million dollar budget out of nowhere. So yeah, good for them. I mean, we've we've seen these fail recently, these these type of Kirk Cameron, you know, remember the last couple that were like, oh, they were trying to get something big oh. and, and they just Wasn't didn't make Nick any Cage money. One? Yeah, I think there was. Yeah. Well, Nick, I, well, Nick Cage, they tried to do a reboot of, uh, of, uh, uh, the, uh, the Kirk Cameron ones. Yeah. Of yeah. The, uh, what was it? The, uh, the Rapture. The Rapture one. ones. Ah, oh, damn it. It's like the last something or. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and I remember those. That did, didn't work. And speaking was, of that, did you see who got cast as the voice of Superman in the Teen Titans Go movie? Yes, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Finally, Nicolas Cage is playing Superman. Years. You, you think he was maybe contractually obligated? <laughs> it was yeah. like, over. You already got your twenty million for the movie we didn't make. Damn it! You're gonna come voice I, Superman. I found that insanely hilarious. Like it's great. that's the that's like Lego Movie level like voice acting. That's fantastic. With, what was who did they? Oh, it was uh, Channing Tatum. No, no, no. It was um, Billy D. Wallace or Billy D. Williams, Williams. as Two Face. Yeah, in the Lego. Oh, Batman. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay, yeah, you said yeah. Lego Movie. I'm sorry, so I was yeah, like, like Lego okay. Batman because Channing Tatum, and I'm like, he doesn't really have a connection. No, to, no. But the Jump Street, that's Jonah Hill and him are in Jump Street, yeah, directed the by Green the Green same Lantern guys. And, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. No, that that is great. Yeah, that Billy D. Williams <laughs> is. I that's just that masterful. story's insane. Where the Tim Burton was like, no, 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 you're gonna be in the third one. Yeah. Like we'll yeah. sign you for this one. You'll be in the third one because he did. Didn't he get a pay or play deal too? Didn't he, he might have for it? possibly? It's like Marlon Wayne's got paid for, for being, being Robin, Robin that never not happened. being Robin, which is probably for the best. Like in that movie, it's the though, best of both worlds, right? You got paid and you didn't have to make a really <laughs> yeah, bad movie, right, and you weren't yeah. in Batman. And Robin. you were yeah, in Batman. That's... No, Batman Forever. No, Batman. Robin. Was that what? Yeah. So he was. Oh, okay. No, it would have been Batman Forever because Dick Grayson didn't show up. It would have been the third Batman movie. It was term. It was Tim Burton's Batman movie. Yeah. So it would have been Batman Forever because Tim or Dick Grayson doesn't show up until Batman Forever. Oh, I guess. Like I they guess. wouldn't have recast him for Batman and Robin. I guess I didn't even know if t- I didn't even think Tim. I didn't even know if Tim Burton was going to do Batman Forever. Though. He was going to do a third Batman. Yeah. Movie. I don't know if it would have yeah. been Batman Forever though. Probably but I not. get what you're saying. It would be the third one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, I, for some reason I was thinking it was he was going to make a movie Batman and Robin. Tim Burton was, and then they changed the whole thing. With the bad guys and everything, but I don't, I don't remember the whole story. But yeah, but yeah, it's Nick Cage finally getting that that yeah. Superman gig. He's been it's looking cool. For it's, I think that's really great. I think that's great. You know, yeah, it's good funny. for him. That's really cool. Coming in at number four, a wrinkle in time in week two is down to seventeen million dollars, a forty nine percent drop from a pretty low opening. Sixty one point four million dollars is its domestic total. Six million overseas. Ooh. So sixty five on a. Non- non-disclosed yeah that is non-disclosed not budget. cheap yeah it has to be uh, at yeah. least 100 i mean oprah I, probably got that 65 million yeah no kidding so. it was for sure over 100 because they've talked about how the director was the first black woman to, to helm a hundred million dollar oh, oh, really? movie well now she's gonna get 150 million yeah she's movie. getting another one yeah, yeah which is and honestly I, I i i don't feel like i feel like the problems with wrinkle in time were all script based sure like i i don't feel like it was other than a director, I guess could be like fix the script. Fix the script, but short of that. But we also know these things they are kind. Have... These things are kind of machines. Yeah, you don't get to walk in and play auteur. You're just a cog on the machine. Yeah, especially on your first right, like huge budget but movie. What movie did they give her? The New Gods. New Gods. So that's like Dark Side and Mister Miracle. Yeah. And I mean, I just so she gets a DC movie and the. D- I just. I mean, like... that's a big deal though. Like it's a big if if it's good. It's yeah, a bit, I know. I just wish she would have gotten a, like a Marvel movie, right? Because yeah. he just directed think, a Disney movie. It would have been perfect for her to jump over I think some DC kind of Marvel was like, movie. We need to snatch up some talent before yeah. the before Marvel is just like, oh, we can't get Coogler back for Black Panther two. We'll get this guy. I hope so. You're being optimistic. I'm yeah. just saying like DC movies don't really excite me. These I days, think yeah. so. This is this is. There's no way they can tie this into that the Todd DC. Phillips Joker movie excites me. Joaquin is that Phoenix, who's doing it? Fa- Joaquin Phoenix, I think, is one of the greatest actors of our generation. If they base that and on he's, they're trying the to get him for the joke. Joker, directed by Todd Phillips, s- produced by Martin Scorsese. I mean, that's that's I'm a lot like, of talent involved in a movie that could be. 
Like the idea, and it will be Killing Joke. Will be he will be a stand up comedian, a failed stand up comedian. Yeah. Like, and because the, Martin Scorsese is producing it, and they're kind of basing on King King of Comedy. Oh, are they with Robert De Niro? Okay. So they're that. kind. I mean, not that it's going to be a remake of that, but I mean, he did that movie, obviously, and so it's going to follow like a darker, dark. You and know. haven't Todd feel like I liked War? Was it War Dogs? No, uh, that was the one with him oh, and Miles. Yeah, dog, Miles Teller. Is it called War Dogs? Yeah, yeah. Dog okay. yeah. War Jonah is Hill. Nick Cage. Okay, yeah, I, Lord of War, Lord of War is Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, so like, and that I could. It see just didn't have that. a payoff. I think the problem with War Dogs is the story ha- wasn't done yet. Like, mm. it hadn't wound its way through the court system, and so at least that's how I remember it. Like, it, it felt like there was, was still too fresh. To there were still elements that hadn't kind of resolved themselves. Like concussion. What's that? Like concussion. Yeah, 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 totally. Right? It's just when yeah. you make a movie with something that's still ongoing. Right. And then you you're can't. like, so we don't know what happens. At the end. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's still in court. It's like when you watch a dateline and then they're and then they get to the end and they're like, and if you have any tips on who might have <laughs> killed this person, like, whoa, 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 dateline. I'm I was not, told there'd be a resolution to this I'm case. I'm not here to help you. <laughs> Look I'm, at my name tag, dateline. Does it say dateline? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here to revel in other people's misery. That's why I like, so there's the the two American crime stories. So there's the OJ one, and then there's, the, they just, I don't know if it's done or if there's still the Versace one. Yeah. But I like, think that one's going. I think there's that a definitive already. end right. to those. And the like, Law & Order did the same thing with the Menendez brothers. Especially if you're Versace. That's, oh, there's an end already. I don't know. Yeah. OJ's still making headlines. I don't know. What the hell I mean, was that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess there is he's a definitive just like, end because yeah, he just keeps coming back I'll, out with stuff. Hi, he's like, hypothetically, if I would have stabbed them 37 times, like, that's a that's a really specific number, OJ. Now well, he's uh, covered under double jeopardy, he right? Can't, they can't try him. I, I the unless same. unless they I think unless they uncover new evidence. I know. I think he he's be been acquitted. You get one bite at that apple. Yeah, that's guess. the whole point of double that's, jeopardy. Yeah. You can't just keep bringing if people that back. That Ashley like, Judd movie has taught me anything. Yeah. yeah that's where we all learned. Right, about yeah, it. right. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I guess that's true. I think so yeah, so in a criminal case like you, there's you know, there's only a you get one bite. Civil, it's the same way, but civil. So, like, but that's how he got tried again, right? Is then they sued him sued for that civil civilly. court for yeah. wrongful yeah. death, and, and the burden f- of proof is different in civil court. You so all, you, all you need is seven is, or well, eight, and you need and you, you, also the amount of proof you need. So, in a criminal right. case, it's beyond a reasonable doubt. Yep. In a civil case, it's a preponderance of the evidence. So, if if you're like he most likely did it. You can be like, okay, okay, yeah, pay him. They actually, so they tried him with for murder first, right? Yes. So they because may be able to try him at like murder two. I don't think so. I don't think I only you can works do it like, like that. that. If, if it yeah. worked like that, they would. Do, you yeah, think Casey Anthony. You would did be. super murder now. Right. Yeah, no, 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 like no, they, murder, murder two. So murder first is yeah. you thought about it clear and concise yeah. and you did it murder two is like yeah. an act of passion. premeditated or yeah. not murder yeah. one is right. premeditated murder two is like Whoops. i just mean like you can't yeah. just and then like, manslaughter is like i was driving my car right and right i was playing on my phone and i, I killed yeah. someone and i get and i get probation it's like for you can't it. just but you can't just keep tacking on little uh, asterisks to try the same like yeah uh, now where you apparently you don't know how <laughs> where you, where you can get away with it and this is what happened with uh the police officers and the that that uh Rodney King, the Rodney King yeah. thing, how because they got acquitted and then they had a second trial, right? And where they got them was uh, for a second trial was they tried them on a federal charge of, for a civil rights violation. Oh, so that's how they got them. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, it's I, yeah, I mean, I guess then he's 
He can say whatever craziness. I think if he wants, they could pull him back into court, they would. They would have done it by now. Yeah. That's why he. That's got, why he got gigged on that robbery, and that's why he got like fifteen years well, yeah, for like stealing for, a trophy. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was not good what he did, and they had guns and they were strong arming people, but like they tried tried him at the for the yeah that longest was, time possible. Yeah, that you, that's what that was about. Yeah. So coming in at number five, Love Simon open to twelve million dollars. It's getting some really good reviews. Brad Hyen reviewed it on ReviewSTL.com. He loved it. Uh, I'm seeing people love it. Did you? Get I a did not see it. Okay, it, it, uh, it screened. If they screened it quite a few times, but they were always screening it at the same time as other screenings. And oh. then when they finally didn't screen it at the same time as another screening, I had tickets to go see Pink. Gotcha. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta go see Pink. Yeah. yeah. So Did she yeah. go flying across the stage. Have you ever seen Pink? Like in like a concert? No. Are you talking about P exclamation mark? Yeah. I, don't, I think the exclamation part is gone. No, it's still no, there. Is it still there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she's P. Yeah, <laughs> I believe uh, that's the, uh, the proper the proper correct. Yeah, I'll okay. let you do that then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she puts on a great show, man. That's what I've heard. It's she like she does trapeze stuff. Oh, I mean, it's nonstop. It's I mean, in the, the sets and like set changes and like there's multiple sets and I mean, it, it is like should have gone to that one. There's there's photos. Check out reviewstl.com. We we capture photos for most all the big concerts in town, and there's photos of it. And I I could have covered it, and I just didn't. I've never really been a Pink fan. It's so like a Broadway show. Sounds like it would have been cool. I should have done it, but go check out. There's some really good high def photos on the site. Mm. It is not a cheap ticket, so it was section one sixteen lower level, it's a good like spot row, like section like second closest mm-hmm. to the stage. They were like two fifty a ticket. Yeah. Sweet Christmas. Yeah, like it was not. That's how big much. That's ticket. how much my two my Foo Fighters tickets were. Yeah, but I had to buy them through a third party. Right, oh, they could out. be anything. Right. Yeah. See, yeah. I like so I can't even imagine what these Face things back. must have scalped for. Jeez. I can't wait for Hamilton next month. Four hundred dollar tickets. Yeah, each. is that right? Yeah, four hundred dollars. That each. was face on it. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah, it's four hundred for a ticket. Yeah, four hundred. Yeah, Son floor is floor is four hundred. They sold out for the run. For the run, dude. They sold out like thirty-five performances yeah. that morning. They sold out like two weeks of performances in an Jeez. hour. Yeah. In an hour, and I and I don't. I mean, sold out like no sold. single seats. Yeah, nothing. They did. They, some of their things like that were in the queue. They did pop up like you could get single seats for like Sunday morning, the last week of the show. Like they popped up here and there, but yeah, they were sold out. Just how many? Pairs. How many does that place sit? Four thousand. Okay. Do they and they don't have like I can't remember the last time I was in that place. They don't have like balconies, right? That's where they're those are boxes that they sell to uh like, to like companies on the sides and stuff. And stuff? It, like so there's a floor level, then there's yeah. like a mezzanine, and then there's a balcony. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. honestly can't remember the last time I was in that place. I'm just so happy they're doing press. Yeah, I'm just like, because I'm to but, what but, end? But like why would that's I guess the, they still want people to I mean just just because they can I guess yeah. you know why not just tout the show they know it's gonna get good reviews so. it's gonna get touted whether they do anything or not that's true yeah I know there's gotta you be know. some reason they do it I don't know I mean they just want the hey, just different actors in each it, show you know it, different people come through the tour so then you can write about those actors oh uh, that makes yeah. sense but it, but again wherever it's going it's selling out like you don't yeah. need the help I it's probably more just to manage relationships yeah you know what I mean that it's you, like you know you get this hot show and you're like nope do you think in the age of social media, let's say Hamilton comes out twenty years ago, is it as popular then as it is now? I, I mean, I, I mean, like with, I don't. I'm just, I'm just I think like people wouldn't want to see a rap musical. That's probably true. Written by in '98. Yeah, I remember. I, mean, I Rent was edgy. <laughs> yeah. 
Now I, they do it at high schools. I followed. I've been following Hamilton since the beginning when Lin Manuel went to the White House and yeah, performed I the one song that he was, you know, going to sing about about Alexander. He goes, you know, I'm writing a song about Alexander Hamilton, and he's there at the White House, like 2009 or something. Whatever. I think it was eight actually. But yeah. Okay. But yeah, because I remember seeing that too, and it was like, and I'm like, this it is was like, awesome. oh, here's this guy that's going to do this. Uh, he's like, I'm writing a rap musical about Alexander Hamilton performing it in front of Obama, <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is going to be a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch this, yeah. and I was just like, am, am I? Like that, this is kind of awesome. It was. <laughs> Am I wrong? I like, saw. <laughs> I watched that over and over, and and like that song's in the musical, and like it's 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 like just the main Alexander Hamilton song. I can't remember the name of it, right. but like it's it's in the show, and I just remember being like, that's awesome. And so like I already knew Lin Manuel from In the Heights, and then he actually wrote. There's a play, a Bring It On, the musical. Sure. Which I know that sounds crazy, but it's fantastic. And after I saw it, I you know I was doing my review, and yeah. I hadn't realized, and I'm like, oh, Lin Manuel wrote this <laughs> because it had a lot of sensibilities of like just right. his you know style of writing. Yeah. And the songs were really clever, and they were actually like I don't want to say rap songs, but some of the songs they sang were like more that tempo, right? Sure. And sure. So I'm like. It's they did sound just like a Lin Manuel song, you know, and and uh, but anyway, he's such a talented guy, and I remember just being like that Hamilton, that's awesome. I hope that gets made. And again, if that was two thousand eight, like we waited five, six, whatever I years. What that prep time is. On I remember, and I was like talking that. to Blake about it, and I'm like, when is that going to come out? I hope that comes out. So I mean, I followed that show since that song, and yeah. then finally they announced it, hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And now look how it's blown up. Massive. Like, it's just crazy to see it go from that one song to. The this. phenomenon, you know. So, so I remember uh, when I was your age, I did the same thing with Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, I can't wait. To well, and I mean, just to show you how far ahead of the curve I was, I mean, it was just a territory at the time. <laughs> yeah. Then, so <laughs> if if it hadn't become a state, like who would have cared? cared? Who's like? You remember Puerto Rico, the musical? Nope. No, you don't. Uh, you don't. Uh, right. So. <laughs> You were ahead of the curve. I yeah, yeah I don't well like to, done. I don't like to toot my own right horn, on. but uh, <laughs> I know you wouldn't. Nope, nope, nope. So a little f- uh, Surrey with the French on top. Nope. That sounds kind of dirty when it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give me a little Surrey with the French on top. Yep. It's got some good songs. I mean, it is a famous. Uh, that was Rodgers and Hammerstein's first musical. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And they followed it up with Carousel, which is. Have I talked to you about Carousel? I don't Even know. Up? That movie, there's a re- okay. There's a reason why people don't do Carousel anymore. <laughs> it is such a terrible. I mean, the main character that you're supposed to sympathize with, like beats his wife and yells at his wife and you know, cheats on her and just does all these terrible things. And at the very end of the movie, the way it wraps up is the daughter of the guy that beats his wife talks to her mother and she's like, "He hit me, but I didn't even feel it." And the mother's like. Yeah, it's possible to have the type of hit where you don't feel it. <laughs> Alluding to if someone loves you, they can hit you, but you don't feel it. <laughs> I mean, I, God, I'm, I've seen the play. I, yeah, I don't. That's think what I, it's about. I don't. I don't remember that in the play. Like it I, is terrible. Seen, I, I don't think I've ever seen the movie. The play bores because it's like right in the middle. They stop down and they're like. Here's a ten minute ballet scene. Oh. I'm just like, oh my god, you're killing yeah. me. But it, if I want a ballet, I'd go to the ballet. Right. You but know? it is horrific. I would take though. my car. To the ballet, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what parked by a ba- a ballerina. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice callback. But no, that's what I mean. The movie, the play is about that too. It's very faithful to it. But that yeah. was their second show, so Oklahoma was a huge hit. And then it was like, oh, here's their second one or whatever. And this is from the '50s or whenever it was from. Like, I mean, obviously it's a different time, right? But there's a reason why it's it's like 
not like oh carousel coming to the fox like right they don't show that anymore <laughs> the entire Just put that in the, the entire show is so flawed like and, and you can't change it i yeah. mean you know it's a famous rogers like they would have to if they were to change it, it would be completely different, and the estate or whatever would have to like okay the changes. Oh, sure, sure. You know, they can't just be like, do well, they we do can't. a Cinderella? They do a Cinderella. Oh, yeah, they do. A yeah, Cinderella. They have a Cinderella. that was the one where so my mom took Bella to see it, and Bella was just like, nah, this ain't Disney. Yeah, she's like, like this yeah. isn't what I. I feel like I that thought. one still gets performed because I don't think it has any like well known songs from it, does it? It's, I think it just kind of rides, rides on the, on the name. Yeah, yeah. And Bella was just like, it's good. Though. I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I it wasn't because it wasn't Disney. Yeah, it's really good, but yeah. it's the uh, it's just like the it's just like more of a the traditional tale. fairy tale. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She was having none of it. Yeah, huh? well, she's anyway. smart kid. <laughs> so anyway, love Simon. Go read the review on ReviewSTL.com. People are loving it. It's getting a lot of publicity because it's the first major studio film featuring a gay lead. Like a, it's a gay. It's like a gay romantic romance. comedy. Yeah, so oh, he's the okay, main okay. character, and he's, and he's and they're teenagers. It takes place in high school. Yeah. Gotcha. So. so people are you know touting it because of that. They also say it's very good, but it, it's making a lot of buzz because of the subject matter that a studio actually banked on putting this out. It's not an art house, obviously. Right. A lot of indie stuff has come out with you know the LGBT subject matter, but I think there's more uh, letters to that now. Well, there might be. I think but, there are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, love Simon. So yeah, uh, you know it opened uh, in, in fifth place with twelve million, but still, I think for that type of movie, it only had a seventeen million dollar budget. Yeah, so if it sticks bad. around and gets some good word of mouth, I yeah. think that could be good for it. Coming in at number six, Game Night, which is Man, uh, I my... I'm going to see that later today because of all the good things Tom said about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, funny movie. I really liked it. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, but it made another six point two million, which is only a twenty one percent drop in week four. So obviously, a lot of people talking about it and going out to see it. Fifty four point eight. Who directed that? Out of curiosity. Oh, it's uh. Well, I know it's written by uh, John Francis Daly. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, it's co directed by John Francis Daly and okay. Jonathan M Goldstein. Okay. So yeah, um, which you know, Jonathan Daly's awesome. So he is awesome. Uh, but anyway, um, isn't he doing a it's Flash? Yeah, the Flash. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're like, I, oh, yeah. Uh, Spider Man worked. We'll just get yeah. the guys that did Spider Man because he and wrote on Homecoming. Right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. wrote on Homecoming. It's yeah. like yeah, the Flash DC's Spider Man. They're like, yeah, what a joke. But uh, anyway, Game Night uh, doing quite well for itself. Almost $55 million domestic. It actually has $26 million overseas, so not too bad for a, a comedy from the States here. So, yeah, uh, approaching the $80 million mark and a $37 million budget. Good for it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It should be fun. Number seven, Peter Rabbit. So it's oh, good. Easter. sticking just around. In, just in time for just Easter. Just in time for <laughs> Easter. <laughs> yeah. what they're gonna, I heard they're going to actually go back for the special editions. Uh-huh. They're going to put the basket in his hand and paint, paint every <laughs> nice. egg. in the. It, they're just going to keep it in theaters. Wait, I heard that. they're going to kill him, and three days later, he'll come back. Uh, they're, really? they're hoping for that hop crossover. Yes. That's what they're, they're gunning for. <laughs> it's going to be the Avengers, but with all the bunnies. All the bunnies, yeah. It's like Peter Cottontail. Bugs Bunny. Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Harvey. <laughs> Harvey. Yeah. Harvey is in this movie. He's, he's in every scene you can't see him the darny darko rabbit yeah, the darny darko like, rabbit everybody. the rabbit from fatal attraction yeah. tricks <laughs> uh, was that his name does he have a name I don't was know. he just the bunny from the tricks commercial i don't know jessica rabbit jessica rabbit i mean yeah roger rabbit. by marriage yeah. right They're i mean she's there. a rabbit so yeah, that's yeah cool. i think i think the guy that did the voice of roger rabbit did also was the voice of buster bunny oh really and the crypt keeper well, the voice of Roger Rabbit was Charles Fisher. Uh, I'm, hmm. 
Maybe. I, maybe the guy that was I'm Buster. I'm kind of thinking of Buster Bunny's guy, voice, and I'm like, that does sound similar. Uh, maybe though, Buster Bunny know. was the voice of the Crypt Keeper as well. Interesting. I think. Yeah, I just showed Ryan that show the other day, and he's what like. What show? Tying to Adventures. Oh. No, I'm not. Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> but I just showed him that show, and he's like, wait, this is like Looney Tunes, but they're they're little? I'm like, no, those are like different. They're like they're different characters. They're not the same characters, but they're similar types of characters. Yeah. But I'm like, no, like the, the Looney Tunes are teachers. Yep. At, what uh, a brilliant! Like it's I, so. It, that's Paul Dini. Yeah. What a brilliant show. Paul yeah. Dini's. A, I yeah. I was just watching Batman the Animated Series. You know, some episodes like uh, Heart of Ice, and oh, I man. watched. Uh, he is probably one of the the best Batman writers yeah. that nobody talks yeah. about. Oh, I mean, people know if they're in the industry. Yeah, but, like, but Heart I mean, of Ice, Paul Dini, like that yeah. is so good. He even. I mean, he wrote for the. He wrote the comic. Like he wrote the yeah. comic oh, for I a know. minute, and it was, he they're great. Created Harley Quinn. Yep. Um, Him and Bruce Tim. Yeah. Did um. That Charles Fleischer, he's yeah. like he was a stand-up comic, uh-huh. and he was like okay. he's like some crazy math wizard or something. Oh, really? He's always talking oh. about like I used to be friends with him on Facebook. <laughs> oh, like, you he, were? Yeah, he used to always talk about like what are they, like mo leads or something. And he was like, "Here's if you do this with numbers." Like he was kind of out there, but like, <laughs> did you ever watch Welcome Back, Cotter? Yeah. Okay. Remember, uh, remember the bully? Vaguely, Caravelli. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. He, he had this sidekick. And he was like, Caravelli says oh. that you better watch your mouth. Yeah? That's him? That's Charles Fleischer. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Charlie Adler was Buster Bunny. Okay, so Charlie Adler is the Crypt Keeper okay. as well. Gotcha. Yeah. So, that's anyway. weird. Yeah, but it was funny introducing Ryan to that show because he had never seen it. You know, that's from 92 or whatever, whenever uh, that time period. Yeah, probably. And uh, and so I was showing him, and he's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, you just wait. Yeah. I'm like, it's you a know. Great, it was a really good show. And he likes show. Animaniacs, so it was in that time period. And I'm like, it's goofy like that. It's got those funny little It's got all the archetypes and stuff. I mean, yeah. Like yeah they I'm made like, them for kids. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. But uh, anyway, Peter Rabbit made $5.1 million, so that's a 25% drop, but it's up to $102.3 million, and I'm sure they're keeping that around through Easter, even though it's an Easter movie, just because people it's will be like, close you get. let's go yeah, see yeah, this right. bunny movie. The bunny about, movie. Yeah. That or Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. who wants to see that? Uh, $26 million overseas, too, for Peter Rabbit, so a little good little chunk of change there. You could also get that rabbit from Fatal Attraction. I said that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking up Charles Fleischer. <laughs> <laughs> what about I Bugs gonna, Bunny? I said that one too. <laughs> you can do. You what about Harvey? You want to do Buster Bunny? You oh wait, I Bunny. said that one. You can do Buster <laughs> Bunny. Buster Bunny. There you go. Who's that? It's the guy from Tiny Toons. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, you don't Bu- even know. I'm Buster, have to Buster and Babs. Either. That came out when I was in college. Toons. I didn't. I watched, but not. I mean, good, they're tiny and they're toony. They're yeah. all a little loony. It's Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> I, that's far as I'm still trying to figure out the name of the Trix Rabbit. I think I think it's Trix Rabbit. Yeah, I don't think it's got a name. Oh my gosh, have you? Do you got you watch Rick and Morty? No. Oh my god. Okay. Anybody? Not because I like. Yeah. I haven't. Anybody who doesn't watch Rick and Morty, watch Rick and Morty. That's all I have to say. <laughs> but like, there's a great. I don't watch Rick and Morty, and I was gonna watch Rick and Morty, and then when I see how the people, when I see the people who yeah, like I, Rick and Morty, I'm kind of yeah, like, maybe I, I don't want to watch like Rick and Morty. I know, they, stupid I know they've thing. got that elite, yeah. whatever. I I know sometimes the fans can ruin things, but Rick and Morty is like the Big Bang Theory if it were good, right? Like it's Dan Harmon community. You no, love I mean community. I lo- I love the I, pedigree. I just when I see the other smart. people that like it, I'm like, I don't need to. <sighs> but I, forget that. <laughs> I mean, I, it it is a such a good show. It's just the people that tend to be smarter or think that they're smart watch it, so they right. get that kind of a um, protective, like I'm better, you know, arrogant douchebaggery. Yeah. But it is so kind of like Dan Harmon. 
What do you mean? I don't like Dan. Oh, Lambert. you don't like Dan? Yeah, he has his moments. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's something not, else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least anyway. he's got the the uh, the IMDb page to back it up. That's fair. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm just like ugh. But yeah. these other guys, it's like stuff. not so much. Not so yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Peter Rabbit only had a fifty million dollar budget, so I'm sure they're okay with that hundred and twenty five million. Yeah, they're good with that. Hey, what about Roger Rabbit? That one. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tom's um, gonna go do some research real quick. Crystal, can I see that rabbit? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> Coming in at number eight, The Strangers, Pray at Night. Did you get around to seeing it, Joe? No. Okay, $5 million is a 52% drop in week two. So, uh, Ouch. On a, I mean, but what? On probably a $4 million budget? It's not, I, don't, I don't know. Like It's not a Blumhouse flick, so yeah. they may be like, here's $30 million. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's made about 15 or 20 million dollars domestic but those horror movies i mean they've been doing them right lately with a small budget right, so yeah. um anyway and i am interested like i know i talk about it all the time but like i'm interested to see like what the budget on that halloween movie is <laughs> like see, like i'm like I'm, you know like it's a blumhouse movie and the, they don't well, we know what the budget is then that's true yeah well we say that but like they gave i think it was the last paranormal activity like they're stepping it up like they gave it some money didn't and it, uh, and it tanked Oh right! Didn't um, what's the split? Didn't that have like ten instead of a five? Yeah, like, but like, I think when like I, I think they they knew that if they gave uh, you could re re recoup that budget on an M Night Shyamalan movie, yeah. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Like, like if you give a if he's smart enough, they like Blumhouse is like here's ten based instead on the, your usual one twenty, right? Like based on the name alone, you're gonna make five. Yeah, maybe. You know, and then if it's good, which the last yeah. two, I think the last two were good. I will say, and we may have talked about this before, but like M. Night Shyamalan gets some crap for movies because a lot of his recent ones weren't very good. I mean, before the last two that he's kind of been coming back. Yeah. But like he makes money. They made money. The account, the, the bean counters. I mean, there's a reason why the, he the lady in the, in the water made money. They all make money. I think he's that never might had have been. Flop. I he's thought never, that one was. I mean, it may not have made a ton, but yeah. I we've looked at I've looked it up before, and like he's never had a quote unquote flop. Like his movies make their money back, or you know, overseas you know a lot. You of know, money. I'm honestly surprised is that there haven't been other companies. I guess a twenty four kind of, but like they're on fire, man. They had like yeah. five movies last year, which is I good. Mean, that went for an art house studio, like that went big, right? Um, yeah. that like so they Blumhouse has like the horror formula. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised other studios haven't been like, let's do this for comedy. Like, let's just do a Blumhouse studio for comedies or, you know, like, com- uh, we'll, we'll make this one I movie. I think there for- is, and you just oh, don't really? see them. Yeah, I think there is, because they turn out, there's a lot of comedies that you'll never see, but, like, they turn those things out, and you hear about the ones that work, but there's a ton. Like, if just- I were Aptow, I would start a studio and just be like, yeah. we'll give you five, five million dollars, or two million dollars yeah. to go take, you know, a script that he believes in. Like, the dude... I know he catches a lot of guff, but like his movies are good. Like I don't think I've ever not liked an Aptow movie. Does he get a lot of crap? I thought it was, I think like well because good. like if he got some guff for funny people. I thought that was good. Yeah, I thought it was good, yeah, but the, like the it was, first half was good. See, there you go. Like that's the, that's that's the complaint I hear all the time is that it's it was too long or it was two movies. Like it was yeah. like it started with this cancer thing or whatever the disease. And then he it had became was. like a redemption movie, and then it became this redemption thing and with him and this girl. And, and wait, uh, are you thinking of fifty fifty? No, I'm thinking of funny no, people. 50, they 50. both have to do with cancer. I can't remember. He's and they're both sick. happy. Ad- Sandler was dying. Uh, I forget at, what 50, he had. Not apto. Oh, I it's Seth Rogen. Pro- I may guess. have produced yeah. it, but it's not. Well, I'm not saying he directed it. But oh. I mean, he if he produced it, I'm just talking about like his. You know, that's a real that that's the the writer though. 
the Joseph Gordon-Levitt character is the writer of that movie. Yeah. Um, I know that was based on true story. I yeah. just, I just was like, "Wow, funny people was about that too." Because it's been a while. He's since sick. I've seen he's definitely it. sick. I, yeah, yeah, I forget what he has, but he's, you know, he's dying, and right. and then, but I, but really, the the more interesting part to me was just Seth Rogen figuring out the world of stand up comedy. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that was the best part of the movie, I and then agree. it goes off in this other direction, and we're uh, just like, "What are we doing?" Which here? is kind of like when you watch Crashing, it's very similar. Like Pete Holmes trying to navigate like the the world of professional co- like stand-up comedy and yeah. like having to like bark on street corners just to get five minutes of stage time at the end of the night from this club yeah like it's stuff like that like working through his act and things like that but i just like i just you know horror movies i feel like comedy it's action movies or drama like i feel like i think the horror movie though i think horror movies are a genre that has a fan base that just love that genre. That's true. In a way that comedy doesn't. That's fair. That you makes know? sense. That's true. I mean, because, you got, again, I think you don't realize how many comedies come out and fail constantly because comedies are very easy. They don't take any budget. Right. There's low-budget comedies all the time. And so, like, it's hit or miss. Like, you can get a gem that gets that $100 million, you know, with the Apatow guys, This Is The End, or whatever, that make all the money. Right. But you get a ton of movies that just, like... No one hears them. There's even movies with really great comedians. Like all the big current comedians can do a movie, and you never hear about them. Like you do an Amy Schumer movie, but there's twenty for each it's Amy int- Schumer. Movie I feel and- like I feel like stand up comedy has entered this new like phase where people are back into it, and there's so much of it out there. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like stand up, like getting a good stand up special was like a rare thing. You know, like they'd go to HBO, it right. would blow up, and then but now like Netflix is putting out. Uh, like, Ricky Gervais is good. I was like it that good? a lot. Oh yeah, his last one was good. I liked his yeah. last one. I like him. I think he's really funny. I mean, he does not hold back. Like he offends everybody in this latest special. <laughs> like so, it's just funny because he even talks about it. And he's like, you know, people aren't offended until I say something that that uh, is personal to them, right? Right. And so he goes into it, but like then he goes on to like he offends like four or five different you know subsets of people and it's like it's funny but some are really harsh and i'm like wow what he said it really does make sense because even though it didn't personally touch me i'm like ouch like that would really hurt someone like yeah there was the the tom segura joke where he talks about how i guess he did a show in like louisiana and he was like and if we're gonna build a wall around anything let's be sure it's louisiana yeah. let's be honest and he got like so he people will send him like hate stuff through his either his twitter or his instagram and he will reply back but as his own personal assistant. <laughs> so he's just like, he's like you know, Trump basically. Um, then he, he doesn't have one now. He's just flying. Yeah. solo. but that was, do you remember that story? Like, he, yeah, he was pretending to be his own publicist. Right, his own publicist. Yeah. And they're just like, we know it's you. Yeah. That's but what Tommy Wiseau does. Is it really? Yeah. When you, if you try to contact him, like a lot of times people have a lot of trouble, like having him get back, whatever. And he replies from this, this, his assistant who From whatever Tommy's email but, but the way he talks and writes is exactly right. like how Tommy was so so it's like he's answering he's doing all his own stuff he right. runs all his own stuff and so it's just really funny that it's hilarious like yeah. the, he got one where he responds back he's like I'm really sorry like you don't even know how hard of a guy he is to work with like he throws <laughs> stuff at me all the time that's and then funny. they start responding back they're like you should quit like that's ridiculous that's <laughs> not okay he's like he's always touching me <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's he's but yeah it's kind of the same that's pretty good and then he sells out so shows in new orleans like yeah. he's just you know it's just one of those things where he's like we've added a third show in new orleans i guess you don't hate me after all that's funny yeah, yeah. 
So coming in at number nine, Red Sparrow, four point eight million is a forty four percent drop for that one. It's up to about forty million dollars domestic and overseas it has about fifty five. So we're looking at the ninety five million ish on a sixty nine million dollar budget, if you remember from previous reports. Oh, so, we remember. Yeah, so uh not uh not too I mean, that's that's pretty good for a movie that was meh. Fifty five on a sixty nine? I mean I thought it was more than that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, 55 was the four. No, no, yeah, nine, yeah, 91 yeah. on a 69, but I mean. Not great, but I mean, not yeah, bad. I mean, it with money. Uh, I mean, but not not out of the money they get. I mean, they're no, going to have to make true. some money on home video. I, I You know, with, that's a pretty big budget, and it had Jennifer Lawrence in it. Like, that definitely was an upsetting. I agree. You know, an I upsetting agree. box office for them, which isn't over, but it's it's getting down the list here. We were out last night talking. You said home video, talking about how, you know, hipsters. And how eventually they like watch Blockbuster make a resurgence because <laughs> hipsters are like, no, man, like you have to see it on VHS to totally understand the real aesthetic they were looking for. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, it's all fun and games. So they get to Blockbuster and they realize there's no more copies of Red Sparrow available because they're all checked out at that time. And they're just like, oh, oh the struggle's real. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we live right. in that. Jeez, I was just talking to Katie about this last night because I was looking through all our voodoo movies you know I, I use that primarily and now there's movies anywhere so it links to everything and it's like I have probably like five or six hundred digital movies then over on Steam I have like five or six hundred games right. and I'm like I don't have to get up and put a disc in I don't have to you know I mean I just the only the only whatever the only media that I do buy like I buy comics still except for that stuff I bought from Amazon <laughs> uh, but I also but like the shout factory stuff and the scream factory stuff. Yeah, like they the don't criteria. Do right, that's the thing. There's, and that's they've why got they do so it. many good features, mm-hmm. you know, like there's uh, the Escape from New York DVD Blu-ray has a commentary with uh Kurt Russell and John Carpenter. Yeah. They've got one with Dean Cundy, Adrian Barbeau, and somebody else. And just like yeah, I want to hear Kurt Russell and John Carpenter talk about this movie. Now, granted, it's from like the DVD release, right? But they still have it, yeah. Like because they're talking, they're like, "Oh man, look at that shot of the Twin Towers!" Like they're talking about the Twin Towers in that movie, yeah. So it's obvious they haven't been taken down yet, yeah. Sure. Um, but it's like that's like on the They Live. It's a Roddy Piper, John Carpenter commentary. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I want that comment. You yeah. know, I just get frustrated when people wax nostalgic for things that like. You know, everybody's like, oh, man, Toys R Us is going out of business. These kids can't go to the toy store. I'm like, my kids don't want to go to the toy my store. Kid, the, the toy store is called Three Aisles at Target. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's where you go. Like, you I can't remember the last going. time I stepped foot in a Toys R Us. Yeah. Well, there's none around us. They all no, closed. There was, one. there was one out well, in not, South Carolina. Not Mall. you. I mean, oh, like, yeah, me and Tom yeah, yeah. live in the same area. Like, well, we there's don't... one off of Clarkson. Did that close? No, it closed years ago. It's a it's a liquor store. <laughs> Look, oh. that's, what that's even better. That's, that's what, it is literally a liquor store. They turned Toys R Us into a liquor store. Um, they all grew up. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, we haven't had one in our area. I'm okay. not driving to 30, South 40 County. minutes to go to a Toys yeah. R Us. But so I mean, you know, if you wanted a toy, you go to Walmart. You go to toy. Uh, you go to Amazon. Just, you go to Amazon. The last time, well, I, but for I toys would've... though, I feel like sometimes I get what you mean because I do buy almost everything, but tangible wise like to look yeah. at a toy on the aisle i think that's still maybe one of the last things where you're like oh, i want to look at how it functions in the box or whatever and then you go to amazon to buy it right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? well but i mean uh, toys are i said uh, i mean it's different than a walmart and uh, there's just there were so many toys right. you know what i mean yeah. like so they're going to go deeper obviously but sure. but beyond that I, yeah last time i went to toys r us was it was actually this christmas but it was because it i couldn't get it delivered from amazon in time oh really that was the only reason i went it's i think and i knew i was and i paid more 
it's a nostalgia market. I don't I don't think people buy toys anymore. Oh no, that people are still buying toys. They, they, but, but I mean, like I, from Amazon, I feel like yeah. it's also a nostalgia market. Like I've gone online yeah. and like so DC used to put out they were the um like the superpowers collection and you would like it's the ones where you'd squeeze their legs and their arms would move. Or yeah, whatever. like that's what I was looking for. So like, and I'm not like I don't need a new Superman toy. Like I'm looking for the and I feel like that is the what people are looking for now. Is like, oh, I want that toy from when I was a kid. Yeah, but you know, right. now it's Sideshow and all those awesome. That's like, true. I mean, that's, that's where the, if people want cool figures, they're going to Sideshow. Yeah. But yeah. people whining about the toy store going away is like, you know, well, kids, Why can't, kids can't go to the soda fountain anymore. <laughs> it's no, like, it's, it's, yeah, it went, if you like t- Toys R Us so much, you should have bought a damn toy from them. Right. Yeah, this, that's exactly what I was going to say. I've noticed a lot of things closing, and I get people being nostalgic, but when they're like, this is crazy, it's like, yeah, you should have shopped there. Right. Like that's yeah. how you keep Amazon. them in business is yeah. you don't just buy from the big boxes, which right. I mean, I'll admit I'm guilty of because it's all there. Well, and, you but know, you know, but, but even beyond that, let's Toys R Us is a big box too. Yep. Like this isn't a mom and pop shop. Like they why put are, the mom and pop shops out of business? Why? Yeah. Like oh, that's, no, that's totally, how they totally. rose to power. I they just would, meant the all in one shops. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go to the toy store. Yeah. I'm going to look at the toy. I, I, I just mean that there's, there's this mentality and not even say you were saying it just yeah. kind of triggered that of like oh poor toys are us like they were some small underdog like oh, they had no. 700 stores like that's no. they're the last, they're the, well they, yeah. they they outlasted everybody yeah they outlasted kb FA. toy and, and they, they and they shorts. rose to prominence Schwartz still has a store in chicago i think right oh do they yeah I, but they they used to be a chain like oh, sure. to be, yeah there was one here new yeah. york you know kevin yeah. McAllister went there, <laughs> yeah right 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 but uh or big yeah, I that's, that's my yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, it's just but Toys R Us. That's how they rose to prominence. They would move into a market, same way Blockbuster underpriced did their toys. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, run the cut smaller ones out, out, and then as soon as they were gone, boom. So yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. Is it sad to see a staple of when I was a kid gone? Sure. Yeah, it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah, but you're not. It's like, I mean, look at Amazon. You know, Amazon yeah. has put everybody out of business because everyone buys everything from there. I know. I mean, you know. Obviously, I'm using a bit of hyperbole here, but it's just you're not. Though. There's a like, reason why I, Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world. Well, it's also like now he's has a grocery store. Yeah, like the, it's the one Let's thing. Whole that, it's the one thing that it was missing, and it's yeah. like okay, yeah. he owns a newspaper. Yeah. He does. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, didn't he buy the Washington Post? I think. Interesting. I think I think he did buy something. I can't yeah. remember, but like, yeah, he's got so much money. It's like, yeah, we're gonna do everything. Yeah, and remember, 20 years ago, they were a bookstore. Well, they were just like, isn't that the, that the picture of him like in an office? Surround. There's a picture of him. I just know. I mean, 20 years ago, it like Amazon. I remember going online and being like, "Oh, college textbooks are like 200 bucks." And I'm like, "Let's see if I can get them a little cheaper." And I bought some on Amazon. Like it was yeah. just a bookstore. Now there's a picture <laughs> of him in like an office, sitting behind a desk, just surrounded by I'm sure junk. I'm sure, like, not junk, but like books. papers and yeah. everything. I'm and sure now, people took a picture. He's like, take a picture of this and, and now, start my bookstore. And now he's just like, can I just cut that office out of that building and take it, you know, because it was my first office. I want a Game of Thrones show. Buy Lord of the Rings and give it a $500, 500 million. Yeah. So is that for the whole thing? I don't, no one knows the details. It's, I mean, it's kind of like uh, inside speak, but like okay. it can't be for one season. Well, no, that because be- like, I, so we were talking about this last night. So the the episodes on Game of Thrones cost like 10 they're up to like twelve. They're is getting higher because they're lower. They're shorter. Sure. Runs. Okay. But yeah, if there's like ten yeah, episodes, I remember when I when I was a kid and the, sh- the sh- shows first started hitting a million dollars an episode, which was people, what uh, V. Okay. And of all things, moonlighting. 
Oh, wow. Moonlighting? Yeah. What were you paying for there? The writers. Oh. Each script was, tw- the, 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 an average Moonlighting script was twice as long as a regular that hour of network sense, television because, they, because there was so much bickering between the two on screen right. that you figure every time they were talking, if... If if it wasn't real, <laughs> it, yeah. If if uh, if David Addison, that was Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. If, if David Addison's character had a page of dialogue, so did Sybil Shepherd's, because they were like so back and ah. forth, and it was so rapid fire delivery that their scripts were twice what were as they? long. What it was, was a, their profession? It, they uh, it was a t- detective agency. That's what I so thought. the premise okay. of the show was that uh, David Addison worked at this down and out detective agency that was just a tax shelter for. Sybil Shepherd's character, who was uh, like a supermodel, right? All of her money gets embezzled. Basically, the only thing left that she owns is this detective agency. So she's like, "Well, this is going to have to be my revenue source." And so this this detective, who up till now could basically sleep all day, right, right, and now not have to, to work. not have to work, now has to work, and she wants to go on the cases with them. And that's right. And okay. How are they moonlighting show. if it's their main job? So, I don't know why it was. You know, so, but, like, but I guess well, the, it was the Blue Moon Detective Agency. If that helps. Yeah, I get that. I just, you know what I mean? I, you would think that it would mean that he works another job, but he's moonlighting yeah. as a detective because he had, like, I don't know. It's just interesting. But yeah, that's, I, I just think the whole nostalgia thing is, it's fun. There's going to be some weird research. I, there's going to be some weird nostalgia boost for Toys R Us in like 10 years. Circuit City's coming back. No, it's not. Uh-huh. Is it really? Yeah, someone bought it and they're going to open up physical stores. It's like getting a Hollywood video again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, they're gonna. I mean, those brands are worth something. We'll gonna see open what up happens, a chain but. of uh, blacksmiths. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be horseshoers. It's gonna be horseshoers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, and rounding out the top ten, uh, just edging out Jumanji. I think people finally realized it was on home video because <laughs> we did. Um, I, I will say in week thirteen, just to put this one out there first. Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is number 11 with 1.9 million. Again, as it's been on home video, it made $2 million. So they're l- slowly realizing it. What's the number? But, but they, they hit their 400 million. That was million. Say, they hit their 400 million. They hit their 400 million. Yeah, yeah. $400 million domestic. So, yeah, huge success for that one. And, uh, you know, that's all theater money, too. At yeah, this point, they're making a lot. That's yeah. probably dollar shows. Yeah. Uh, and uh, coming in at number 10 is Death Wish. So, a movie from Speaking a of couple Bruce couple weeks ago yeah uh 3.6 million is a 45 percent drop in week three and the movie has no overseas income so that's on a 30 million dollar budget so uh 30 on a 30 i that should have been a blumhouse special there's 10 million don't get bruce willis yes Yes i think they had something there it's just it's a shame that they went the direction they did uh, with the casting and uh yeah with not going big enough i mean it just it was too sleepy should have been crazy and fun yeah i agree so that is the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. So I guess that's it for this episode. Let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoyButts, B-U-T-T-S, 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at RealSpoilers.com or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash RealSpoilers. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. Go there, rate, review, subscribe. So uh, that's it for this episode. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle... Tomb Raider. Welcome to the jungle.
No, it's not. That's the no, second. That's, that, that'll be the second yeah. one. <laughs> no, I think they already did. That's Jumanji. Oh, that's right. That's they right. don't think think that one's off the table for a little <laughs> while. So anyway, that's what you have to look forward to. Also, I believe Bugs Bunny's going to be in it. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, and Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, and Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> They're going to totally do it. So <laughs> I mean, she likes rabbits. Like, there's one that's thing not you've even, been waiting for uh, when watching one thing we know, Rabbit. All women like rabbits. <laughs> so that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. Do you do you hate do you hate Roger Rabbit as much as you do The Shape of Water? No. No, because they never actually do it. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, she's a human and he's a rabbit. They're also cartoons. It's also cartoons. Okay. That's different. <laughs> Just curious while it's, it was al- it's also not trying to convince me that it's the sweet <laughs> romantic story for our time and that it deserves an Oscar. <laughs> that's true. So oh, but only because there wasn't a best animated picture back then. That's right. So anyway, that's it for this one. We're stopping talking. You've been warned. When I take you out tonight with me, honey's the way it's gonna be. You will sit behind a team of snow-white horses In the slickest gig you ever see Chicks and ducks and geese better scurry When I take you out in the surrey When I take you out in the surrey With a fringe on top Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.